0: Smoking, thanks Sinatra. That's all gas. On the hunt in the tall grass, intercepting every ball pass. Then I run it back. That's a TD. Take the scoreboard, y'all last. We up one. You, see, you me. see me? Pussy niggas wanna talk about it? Go to Hellcat. No demon. I will be politicking on your broadcast yeah. at the red carpet like the famous homie. Act a bitch, really famous homie, yeah. and you know it's in me. It ain't on me. So creative, like I made Adobe. I've been balling like I play with Kobe.
1: What's the deal? What's the deal? Politics in the podcast. We're back again Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Let's get to these topics, man. First topic, referee Eric Lewis. He retires after he is caught on a burner account defending his own work. So he was on Twitter, basically on a burner account defending the calls that he made that people were deeming were bad calls on Twitter. And after the NBA investigated him, he decided to retire. The NBA announced that the Daleks Mavericks will take on the EuroLeague champions in Real Madrid in the preseason. So we we talk about how the NBA is trying to uh, make it an international game. So this is just another effort to try to make this game more international. Trey Lance, we all know he was traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick, giving up three first-round picks, I think two fourth-round picks, and some, some other stuff. They gave up a, a, a load. the 49ers did, to draft Trey Lance just to give him up for a fourth-round pick. Will he go down as the biggest draft bust or worst draft pick in history? Jay-Z has reactivated his Instagram account to promote his new movie, The Book of Clarence. This movie is about a, a guy that was inspired by Jesus. and He basically starts to imitate Jesus and, and starts to want to become, per se, a, a fake messiah. And Donald Trump, he says after he beats all these charges and wins the 2024 election, he will have no choice but to lock up all his political opponents if he wins 2024. (laughs) Let's bring in y'all, man. So what's your thoughts? Trump's crazy, huh? Oh, my gosh. That guy is on something else, bro. All right. Well, let's get to this first topic, man. So referee Eric Lewis, he was on a burner account. Defending his bad cause on Twitter. And this is against uh, the NBA's referee rules. And after the investigation started, instead of waiting for the outcome, he just retired. What are your thoughts on this referee, you know what I'm saying, on Twitter defending his work? We all know about, uh, what was his name, Donahue, that was betting on the games and he got caught you know, manipulating games and betting on games. What are your thoughts on the referees in the NBA as a whole? Do you think that this is a, a common thing? Do you think it was just him? Or are they all in cahoots with, with this type of behavior?
2: Um,
1: I can't say one
2: bad seed spoils the whole bunch, but it's – it got to be deeper than that, the, the way I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it, based upon I'm thinking, why do you, like, at the end of the day, why do you have to defend your calls? Like, it doesn't really matter. You made a bad call, you made a good call. It happens on every job. You got good days, you got bad days. I mean, he's human at the end of the day. I get that part. Why you got to make a burner account just to defend your calls? that's kind of suspect to me um just like the other referee are you getting in trouble for the same thing like were you betting on the game that's where my head automatically goes now because other than that you should have no reason why you need to defend your your calls it's it's over it's not like they're gonna overturn a uh nba championship based upon a, a call that you missed or you did not know you got or you did not get so I, I i just think and then you then you quit see now like your stuff is you sounded like the other referee like you quit that's stuff that people do on a jobs when they know they did something mm-hmm. and like oh, i'm about to get caught so you know what i'm saying to to i'm going to terminate myself Thinking that if there are charges filed against you, those charges won't won't come up. The charges still follow you if you with the company or without the company. So it's just, it just there's a lot of ding, 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 red flags going on here. And I'm like, hey, if you made a bad call, why do you have to defend your uh, why do you have to defend it? Just let it be
1: what it is. I think that the NBA is, is cracking down on the refs as much as they're cracking down on flopping. They, they, they came down on the, with the anti-LeBron flopping rule, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to stop these players from enticing the refs on making these bad, terrible calls. Mm-hmm. But on the other flip side, the NBA has to crack down on these referees, you know what I'm saying, making these bad calls and then standing on them. You know, my mom already told me, don't, don't mm-hmm. go through. Don't throw beer, bricks and hide your hands. Meaning if you're going to do something, mm-hmm. stand on it, stand by your decision and take accountability. And I think by him yep. quitting, that's showing that he is not taking any accountability for what he did. Mm-hmm. I think that he he probably was thinking about his retirement and his pension and his benefits. But if he's able to retire, then he's like, look, let me hurry up and retire so that I can secure my retirement, and my future, because if I get fired, then I lose all of those benefits. And I think that that mm. was really the thing that made him retire because he didn't quit. He retired. So I think like that was a, I, that was the thing that, you know what I'm saying, yeah, he did some wrong shit, obviously, and he knew he was about to get caught, and he didn't want to, uh, you know, mess up his retirement and his health care and all that stuff that come with it. So he quit, and I can't blame him. I would have did that same shit if I was him. If I got caught or if I knew I was on the verge of getting caught and I knew that what they was accusing me of was was true, I would have retired, you know what I'm saying, move my money, pull out everything, out my retirement thing, let me get it all out of there before they try to do something and take it back. Because look at Reggie Bush. They took Reggie Bush Heisman back. Mm
2: Mm-hmm
1: for some money that he took from a booster after he was retired from the NFL. So these sports leagues have a, a way of coming back in the future and taking away everything that you worked hard for. That don't mean that his 20 years experience in the NBA was wrong. I mean, we can, uh, it, it does make him look fishy as far as him, you know what I'm saying? Maybe betting or doing some other fishy stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. he was betting, and the burner count was just the first thing that had them looking into him. And he like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, they about to catch me for this other shit. I don't think the burner yeah. count was enough for him to quit. I think that he had some other uh hidden skeletons in, in the closet that he had to turn around, you know what I'm saying, and try to get, get up out of there as soon as possible, man, because it's rare that you can even work a job 20 years to the point that you can retire from anyway in 2023. This time in history is called the they're calling this time in history called the the great resignation. They're saying that Mm -hmm. because these jobs can't keep anybody for three to five years, everybody 40 plus, they went through the recession and they all lost their jobs and then they started over. Mm -hmm. And then 10 years later, COVID hit, and they all lose their jobs again. So they had to start over twice. They're 40, 45, 50. They don't got 20 years to give to a company. So mm-hmm. they ain't giving 20 years. Then you look at the youngsters. We look at us. We go wherever the opportunity is. I don't care right. how much I like this job. If that job over there is a better opportunity for my future, I will jump ship no, ship, no, no questions asked. Yeah. So we got, a, we got a three to five year lifespan at a job. Once we hit our, our ceiling, our plateau, we move on to the next opportunity. Yeah. And then you got the youngsters, they don't want to work at all. They want to do Instagram, <laughs> TikTok. They want to do anything but a job, a traditional job. So as far as retirement yeah. as a whole, I think that is no, just you, something.
2: You, you're right about
1: that. Is it, it's, it's something that is just a, a, a thing of the past. You want to retire, you really have to start your own business. You have to build that business until you can work for yourself. And then you have to pass that skill set and that business down to a protege or your family members or something like that, so that you can collect the mailbox money and, and let somebody else run the company that you started. But if that is not your plan, you will not retire in the USA going forward unless you have already been working at your job for. 20, 25 years already, is it's just not gonna happen, man. You're not gonna retire off of these new uh these new jobs, man. And I think that they know that they use a lot of uh they use a lot of temp agencies nowadays, man. It's a lot of things going on in in the working field nowadays that especially in America, man, that's just fishy.
2: Super fishy.
1: But let's get to best the time to end. look for a
2: job is when you got one
1: though. For real, two week notices is a thing of the past. I ain't coming back. No, nah. <laughs> no, nah. not at all. <laughs> the job don't give you two week notice when they fire you.
0: They nah, call you up to the that's... front
1: and be like, "Hey, step in this room." When you step mm-hmm. in there, you see a, a packet of work that they want you to sign to say, "Hey, I'm being fired for this," and you already know. They got the Mm -hmm. lights dim. They got some sad, somber music playing in the background, some violins playing. You know what I'm saying? They don't don't do you no justice. So giving them two weeks' notice, I don't think people really care about that anymore. Not anymore. But let's get to the NBA, man. So the NBA has announced that in the preseason, the Daleks Mavericks will be playing uh, the Real Madrid uh, champions – So they're starting exhibition games in the preseason with NBA teams, with the champions from U.K. leagues, and they're picking uh, one of the most popular international players in the world with Luka Doncic's team with the Dallas Mavericks to, to headline this event. So I think that they're strategically trying to market their place or market themselves in the U.K., and I think that this is something that's just the start. What is your thoughts of this move right
2: here man i think it's good i think the nba um is a it's a global game and so these these players now i mean if you're looking at fiba and everything right now i mean we're not sending on our our top players anyway and our top players don't really want to play but if you look at the game, the NBA players used to be able to just run over everybody. It was like, oh, we're the United States. We're running over everybody. But now when you look at the game, like, it's it, it's not like that. There's there's players that are just – our star players aren't necessarily American players. Luka is not an American player. You know what I mean? Um Freaking Giannis is not an American player. Joker is not an American player. You know, so we have a whole bunch of MB. I don't even think he's.
1: No, he's from Africa.
2: Yeah, so, you know, like all the names. We got LeBron, you know what I'm saying? We got LeBron, but the game is going. Yeah, and Steph Curry, you know, the game is going. The game is going – that's how the game is going. So, to be able to – they're kind of sort of adopting what they do in the NFL. I mean, the NFL has at least one game where they play uh, overseas, and I think the NBA is adopting that. And I think it's actually good for the league. Um, And the Dallas Mavericks, okay, cool. You know, like how you said, they, they have a superstar that's international. So go with them. But I, I I think it's a good move for the NBA. I think, I think they're what is it, the new tournament that they have? I think that new tournament should have um, more, more like overseas and um Euro, uh, European uh, teams play. Not just the NBA players playing each other, but that in in season tournament. That'd be that'd be pretty much better to watch, so I think it's a good move.
1: You remember when the NFL had a NFL Europe? I think they had like six teams in Europe, and they had a European NFL team. It was a, a NFL league. I think mm-hmm. that that's where the NBA is headed. I think that they're trying to set up shop, trying to test markets. I think this is all beta t- testing to find where is the best market, to place some N- NBA European teams, and then we'll do M- NBA Europe and, and NBA USA, and then the the winner of those two will play for the world championship because we had no allows come out after he won the gold medal, and he said that he's sick of the NBA players saying that they are the world champions when they won in a, a, a American league. And I think the rebuttal, <laughs> yeah. I, the rebuttal to that was that if you look at the top players in the, in the NBA, we have the best players from around the world, all in this league. That's why it's a world championship. Cause though mm-hmm. it is played and based in the United States, it is an international game and players from overseas do come into this league all the time. Mm-hmm. So is Don't pay attention to where the games Are geographically played Pay attention to the people That are, are participating And if it's based on who's Participating you name Five of the top ten players That are shit five of the top Eight players That are all European Right now Giannis and B um, Jokic Luka The list goes on and on So I think that
2: isn't isn't like Miles Bridges from like I forget where he's from, but uh-huh. like uh uh-huh. and we you got uh, Dalen Brooks or whatever, he's Canadian.
0: Oh uh, yeah.
2: freaking freaking uh, RJ Barrett's
1: Canadian. Yep. Yeah. They call him the Canadian Mamba. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. else. Uh, Fred Glanty fleet, I think he's Canadian. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of players out there that are come from the international game that plays in the NBA. I think so I think that within the next 10 years, I think we'll have a, a NBA Europe league because the FIBA is, is one thing, but if you can't get the, the NBA players to participate in it, you can't get a lot of the European NBA players to participate in it in it because they don't want to get injured and risk themselves as Mm -hmm. far as the NBA contract. And then that's the big reason because none of these NBA contracts are guaranteed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, Well, it is some guaranteed money, but you don't want to risk going over there, especially after Paul George, man, PG 13. You know what I'm -hmm. saying? When, when PG 13 went down in that team USA game, I think that that was the the turning point of when all the all-stars and superstars start saying, "Uh, I don't know. Luckily, PG was able to come back. He was able to get a few more big contracts. But for the most part, when that happens, that's it. And imagine if that would have been it for his career, playing for Team USA. Next to nobody, will go over there. You will have to go back to getting the college players to go play. Yeah.
2: I think it would be cool too. And like if they just expand it and then like somehow they can get like China's League to join it as well. Then you kind of seen some of the NBA players that still have game actually start playing against old NBA players. Like you'll see a Dwight Howard going against. Uh, NBA team and allows him to showcase hey I still got skills now that means I don't have to necessarily go overseas to go play in the league just to try to get back into the NBA because that's a lot that's what a lot of people do they go overseas just to try to get back into the NBA or they try to play in the Drew League to get somebody to look at them like I think they should throw it all in there throw throw it all in there and it it will be good entertainment, especially if it's you know, it's not a regular season game, so
1: I, I think mean, it's that, better
2: than freaking summer
1: league. So that that's why they do conferences because I think the travel would be too much mo- too much for a lot of these players to go back and forth from the UK. It's too much flight miles, it's too much travel. But if mm-hmm. they put it on a, a conference where these teams are mainly based on the East Coast that they're playing, then maybe the travel restrictions wouldn't be as much, or maybe the Chinese team would have some type of away, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. Um, location where, where they playing seven away games. You got this facility in America that you guys call your headquarters whenever you guys are not over in China or something like that. Yeah. So I think it's it's something you can figure out logistically. I think that they just gotta build the hype for it so that they can justify somebody putting their money into it. But I think it's just gonna increase the revenue and we're gonna see them these players get paid billion dollar contracts in the next 10 mm-hmm. years. It's gonna be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, Let's get to the NFL, man. So the NFL, we all know the NFL starts this week in the whole buzz of the offseason, besides Aaron Rodgers was this whole Trey Lance story, man. So what was the 49ers going to do? They traded away Jimmy Garoppolo. They brought in Sam Darnold to to challenge Trey Lance for the backup position, and he ended up beating out Trey Lance, and Trey Lance ends up the third-string quarterback on the 49ers. So after training three first-rounders and two fourth-rounders to acquire Trey Lance, they end up trading him for just a fourth-round pick to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dak Prescott is there. He is under contract, and he is almost due for an extension. So if Dak shows off and he gets his next extension, then that leaves no room for, for Trey Lance to ever get no run in Dallas. So do you think that when it's all said and done, will Trey Lance go down in history as the worst or one of the biggest draft busts ever, given what they gave away to give
2: him? Nah, I can't give it to him. I don't think he'll be the worst. Because that means he has to go past the Ryan Leafs of the world. Uh, he got to go past. Uh, there is one dude. Oh, what's his name? He... Uh, it's like Kim McC- McKinley or I don't, I don't know, something like that. But the dude threw like 29, 29 interceptions or something like that. But they say like the worst NBA player ever is named like Rusty. His name's like Rusty Lusky, or something like that. And he, he, he was considered the worst player ever. I mean in his career he only has out of what was it? it was like 155 career games he has one one touchdown 11 interceptions like I don't I I don't see it I don't see it I I really think that y'all just didn't give him y'all y'all just didn't give that boy no time y'all Y'all seen them in a couple preseason games and it's like, ah oh, man, forget you. You know, what I'm saying you injury prone. We're gonna get rid of you. We don't need you no more. You know, uh, I think he can be the next Gino. I mean, Gino, he was the guy at first, and then all of a sudden people just rolled him off and was like, ah, oh, Gino ain't nothing. He's a bust, and everything like that. And he re he um Resurrected his career with the Seahawks. I think y'all about to have something. I think the 49ers is about to have something like that where this kid's gonna come back and he's gonna do something, and y'all gonna be like, damn, we shouldn't have never got rid of him. uh As the worst, no. I don't think you can get worse than in your whole NFL career as a quarterback. You got one touchdown, 11 interceptions, and there was another quarterback. I, like i said i forgot his name he was so bad that as a quarterback he was so bad i'm gonna get his name but he was so bad as a quarterback the head coach took him out the game to put water Payton in it that's how bad he was i don't think i don't i don't i don't think he that bad i don't think he that bad
1: i think that' we're- when you say Ryan Leaf, yeah, they, they got the first overall draft pick, and they used it on Ryan Leaf, and then he ended up being a bust. But you only lost one draft pick that year. You traded three first-round picks and two fourth-round picks. Have you seen all the players that, that ended up getting drafted? There's like five pro bowlers out of those picks that were drafted from the Trail. Lancaster trade to get Trey Lance. So with all those picks, you could have got any one of those players, which are all perennial pro bowl players. So the picks that you gave up weren't no bullshit picks. They were high draft picks. You gave up five plus high draft picks to get this guy only to trade him away for him fourth. And I think that if he ends up not playing in Dallas and we don't see him get no run until he's Seven eight years into the league, and then he gets six games with, with a team where he doesn't show out and he's sent to the bench or relegated as a, a backup for the given the capital that they put up to get him. By far, no one has put that much and got that least out of any trade that I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. So, would
2: that be considered the worst? Would he be considered the worst player or? Does that actually mean me? The 49ers go down as one of the worst GM moves
1: ever made. Oh well, that already qualifies as one of the GM moves. But it's it's sad because when as a player, when they quantify you as a bust, it's not based off your performance, it's based off your performance against what what the team had to give up to draft you and in a position that they drafted you. If Ryan Lee got drafted in the fourth round and he did what he did, who, who would give a fuck? But you look at Dak Prescott, the, the quarterback that's starting over him. He was a fourth round pick. And if he did what Ryan Lee did, no one would but because you chose him over like, who else was in that draft? I think Eli Manning was in that draft or something like that. hmm If he was, if you chose Eli, Eli Manning got two Super Bowls over Tom Brady, and you chose this player over that. I think Drew Brees and some other people were in that, that draft too. So for you to miss out on three, four Hall of Fame quarterbacks to get this guy that didn't play, what, three, four years in the league? I understand that, but it wasn't about him. what he did. It was about how high they drafted him and what they spent to get him, just for him to give them nothing like that. And I think that Trey Lance, what he he started what three games for us. He was named the starter. They they didn't really play him in preseason. He stepped out there the first drive, the game one, and bam, ankle broke out for the season. So I mean that's
2: freaking injury. It,
1: it is, but it, it just sucks that you know it's it, it's the NFL is also a system league. I think that the 49ers weren't the best system for Trey Lance. And sure. I think that, that that system fits Brock Purdy's skill set a lot better. I think that that dink and dunk, we got a lot of run after catch guys. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, uh Ayuk. These are run-after-catch guys. These ain't no guys that's going to beat you Tyreek Hill style for a 90-yarder down the field. They ain't beating you deep. They're going to get the ball in, within two to five year, yards, break a tackle or two, and and, and get out of there. So we're, we're dependent on the dink and dunk kind of like Tom Brady did. So with that strategy, you have to be very efficient. And that was one of Brock Purdy's, Purdy's things that he was always – very accurate in the short and intermediate throws. And that's where Trey Lance struggles. So I think that that's why ultimately we have to go with Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold, he's also one of them quarterbacks that excel in the short to intermediate throws. So Trey Lance might be able to throw better deep balls than both of them. But will you be able to make the quick decisions, get the ball out quickly to the right person so that they can get it when they're open and get those yards after catch because that's what our offense is dependent on, and I don't think Trey Lance was the right person to do that. And ultimately, they have to get rid of him.
2: I think well, y'all, get- I think y'all, y'all made a good choice. As in, y'all,
1: y'all had to pick a quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. We finally picked Thanks. a quarterback
1: in the last mm-hmm. five years. We finally got a quarterback. He better be everything that because if Jimmy G go ball and then Trey Lance end up. Playing for Dallas and he go ball, and then Brock Purdy don't ball. Somebody's gonna head gonna roll. John Lynch, Carl Shanahan. Somebody's head is gonna roll for sure.
2: Now, before we go to the next one, what if Purdy doesn't take you guys as far and as deep as you guys got last
0: year? What if you guys get
2: bounced out like first round?
1: The whole reason why we got rid of Trey Lance and didn't give Trey Lance any run is because Kyle Shanahan and I quote say, this team is ready to win now. The pressure is on me to win now and I have to go with the best quarterback that gives me the best chance to win now. Ultimately, I believe in Trey Lance, but the pressure and the team is ready to win now. And if I don't capitalize on this window, Without saying it, he said it. Hey, if Purdy don't work out, I'm probably not going to work out really?
2: because
1: this team has been knocking on the cusp of a Super Bowl for the last five years. And if I can't get them over the hump, they're going to get me out and get me somebody else in that they think can. So Shanahan and and John Lynch are on a short leash right now, especially after this whole and they came from the NFC Championship game. Two what, two years in a row? Mm-hmm. We lost to the Rams mm-hmm. in two years, and then what, what? The year before that, we was in the Super Bowl? So um, um, we've been knocking on this door for a while now, so it's either we convert or we don't. You know, but Shanahan don't got that much time. He got this year, maybe next year. If he don't figure it out in the next few years, the Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. project and and, and, and with the 49ers is gone. I mean shit. Do y'all still got Pete Carroll over there? Yeah, we do. You know, I was just saying because Pete Carroll, that's a rarity. I mean, but he actually converted in one what, was it one championship or yeah. was it two? It was one and got to two, right?
2: Yeah, we got. You to lost
1: top. that. You lost that one when y'all didn't run it with with smoke
2: mm-hmm, That's when he should have got fired, but yeah.
1: yeah for real yes sir well let's get to the uh, let's get to this um, hip hop news per se so Jay Z he reactivated his Instagram and he is back because he is promoting his new movie and the movie is called what is the name of this movie The Book of Clarence so I don't know if you checked out the trailer, but it is, um, I can't think of the actor's name. He, he's in a lot of stuff right now. He's very popular. But basically, the, the main character in this story, I guess he follows Jesus and he sees Jesus perform all these miracles. And he wants to be seen as a uh, as a Messiah like Jesus. So he starts to emulate and finds ways to do like fake miracles. He goes around and like starts performing and let's see where the story goes from there. But essentially it's a guy, a black fake Jesus. Now with all the anti-Semitic talk going around and then for you to make this black Jesus movie, essentially without any like pushback, What is your thoughts on this? And where do you think that this story is gonna be headed as far as what what they're trying to convey with this Book of Clarence movie?
2: I didn't see the trailer. I was just about to look at it right now, but if it's about a dude portraying Jesus and you doing fake, oh, oh, man. I know Jay Z goes down as one of the goats of of raps and everything like that, but some of Jay Z stuff is just mm, like you go by the name Hove, uh, you know you ain't Jehovah, you just took out J and you just went by
0: Hove. Uh, I,
2: I just, and then you about to come out with a movie about a fake Jesus what do you got against the man that's, that's 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 just where i'm gonna go with what do you got against the man why every move that you make is why some of your moves i don't know every move you make but a lot of your moves is to portray like like jesus this ain't the book of eli you know book of eli had nothing to do with jesus he was just a man he Denzel just had memorized the book just to be able to redo the book, you know? But I don't know, man. I, I, I every time I try so, to give Jay-Z a pass. Let's oh, check
1: shoot. this trailer out. Can you hear it? Yeah, I hear it.
2: Burns. I'm not I'm a man, a man of false. Played play the cards, cards I was done. Oh, is that I'm the sad. dude from Black Messiah? In the ways, there's I'm a metaphor in there
1: oh, well.
0: somewhere. It's, 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 it's him. It's Jesus of Nazareth.
2: Nice.
0: Nice. You, nice. nice. you can't even buy power like that. I want to be like that in 10 years. I don't want to be like that now.
2: Knowledge, Knowledge is stronger than belief.
0: Clans, <laughs> you need miracles. To... I have a plan. I
2: can see. I can see. I can see. <laughs> Sent me message. to deliver his message. Messiah, I am your I'm new Messiah. a uh, stop, stop that. that. Your God is, is a myth. Uh, See for yourself so there is the no Messiah.
0: messiah. Uh,
2: Parents, if you'll be so, so kind I'm to walk on water. Lord Jesus, what, bro?
1: Isn't
2: that the dude from the Black Messiah? Like wasn't
1: he in that? You look like that. Yeah, uh, I don't believe he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No, that was. I think so. Yeah, he was black. I'm, like, I'm sorry, he was. Because that's a, the that's like the dude
2: from. Um, that's the dude from not Snowfall. What, what's um childish bent uh, Gambino? ATL? Yeah. ATL? No, 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 no. Not ATL. Chicago? his TV show. No, his other TV show before Chicago. ATL. Oh yeah, it was ATL. It was ATL. It was ATL. I was thinking of the movie, but yeah. Oh my God. I'm um, bro. I just, I, it says in the last days, there will be a lot of false prophets and everything. And this dude, Jay Z is going to the fullest a stint thinking that he's, I mean, there's one thing to be inspired by Jesus, but there's another thing to make a movie uh, like that has nothing to do with the Bible whatsoever. I never even heard of a person named Clarence in the Bible after Jesus died. If you go through Matthew, when they talk about Jesus, ain't nowhere in there, it talks about no Clarence. Only person I, I know, only Clarence that I know is when Eminem says, Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. That's the only thing I know about it, Clarence. And he ain't talking about Clarence's parents having a real good marriage. He's talking about Clarence looking at Jesus, going, I can do the same thing. Well, my dude, Clarence, you ain't resurrecting from the dead like Jesus did. And, oh, Jesus didn't resurrect from the dead. Well, you can go back and know like, Ain't nobody disproving that he has not resurrected. So I just don't. I I, I don't know, bro. I, don't, I I I don't know what. To, and then you bring your Instagram back just to promote it, so you know you really behind this, behind this. Because Jay Z don't really do any any social. So he wants to get in society, you know, to promote.
1: I don't know, but, it, but if you look at if you if you just listen to the to the sound bites, one of the self sound bites was knowledge is more powerful than belief. And then you then then at the end when you see the Roman soldiers there, you're like, there is no Messiah. Show them that you could walk on water too, Clarence. And then Clarence comes out and is perceived to walk on water. So, I mean, this is this is just ultimately just ridiculous. So I think that, uh I think it's blatant and obvious what Jay-Z's been doing for years. So this doesn't really surprise me at all. It's ushering the Antichrist. He feels like he's more than what he should be. When John Lennon said he was more popular than Jesus, he was killed. That is Shirley right. What's up, Granny? That's my grandma right there. What's up, Granny? Hey, Granny. Yeah. Let them know, Granny. For real, man, I think that we got to pay attention to what they put out in this media, man, because they really sending, they, they, they showing their agendas loud and clear, man. So they're trying to disprove God. They're trying to live in a godless world. They don't want people to know. I mean, black churches used to be the pillar for the black community, and now you got these mega churches, and after COVID, everybody—half the people that attend church attend virtually. They don't even go to the church anymore. So I think exactly. that, especially in the the Black church, your faith is and your belief is, is all you have at this point. So mm-hmm. when they have a soundbite that says knowledge is is better than belief, they're trying to get you to get rid of your faith and go with their knowledge, their scientific knowledge, what they say that they base off of theories. And these theories are called theories because you can't prove them. So I think that it is all a game. Jesus
2: was. Jesus was proven, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus was a real person. I but mean, if you remember, what was
1: it? But then they try to say Jesus had uh, kids and a family. What was that, yeah. on, that on, on the... Uh, what book was that what movie was that i remember a book that i read about that that's that was, i don't
2: know they'd be wild they'd be they be super wildin'. and like how you say knowledge they are trying to give knowledge because i mean they're trying to make knowledge bigger than faith based upon the knowledge that we have been given has not been real anyway so if they can dilute our minds and take us off the scripture that says faith is the thing, evidence of things hoped for. Uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, and e- evidence of things not seen. If they're trying to take you off of your your faith base, because the belief in Jesus as the Messiah is a hundred percent faith based Like, so if they're going to try to replace your face faith out with undocumented knowledge ain't no difference than when they try to tell you hey you know pocahontas loved john smith then they come out with the disney pocahontas movie and then when you really read the knowledge of pocahontas like oh john smith
1: pocahontas oh, was a child john smith yeah. was a grown-ass oh. man john smith was oh, like smith, late 30. 20.
2: Honest, was like 12, 13. <laughs> exactly, but that's knowledge. That's the knowledge that they gave us. They gave us the knowledge of, oh, they loved each other, and the Indians and the Pilgrims came together. And then when you really go through the real knowledge of, it, it's like, yo, that's not, that's not how it went down. Black history, all they wanted to tell you about is Martin Luther King. They didn't tell you about no. Um, malcolm x they didn't tell you about anybody else they didn't they, i mean damn they didn't even want to tell you about ali and the things that he did i mean i i it's and it last thing and i'll just let it go and it's always the bible that they they always trying to like attack yeah yeah like bring down you never hear anything about no Qurans, you never hear anything about any other faith but it's always just let's go after Jesus. Let's not go after Ali, uh, uh, Allah, or let, let's not go after Buddha. Let's not go after everybody else. Let's go after Jesus.
1: For real, for real. That's that's it, real man. I mean, it's all strategic. It's all planned, and especially in mainstream media, they're trying to spin a narrative, and they're literally erasing black history and rewriting it I think i mm-hmm. me and my wife we watched the movie uh Gods of Egypt everybody mm-hmm. in that movie was black I mean white we like it wasn't no damn white people in Egypt so for them to for but them can't, we, can't even. <laughs> they couldn't even survive in that in that type of uh environment at that time in that area but yet they, they can't even survive
2: it. California
1: but they want to portray it in, in Hollywood as if they they were the gods of Egypt. So whether it's Christianity or chemitism, they all want to, it's all white. And it's all whitewashed at the end of the day.
2: I never seen a white, it says, Jesus' hair was wool. I never seen a white person with wool hair. That's just me.
1: Me neither. Me neither. So let's get to this last one, man. We got to get to Donald Trump, man. This guy is one of the <laughs> funniest guys I've ever seen or heard in, the, in my lifetime. So after all this persecution, he sat down because he was actually not able to make the Republican debates because he had just got arrested in Atlanta on a RICO charge. So he had a sit down with Tucker Carlson, the one that got fired from uh, from Fox News because of his relationship with Donald Trump. And he does a sit down interview and in this interview, Donald Trump quotes and says, if he wins these court cases and then goes on to win the 2024 election, he will not have no choice but to lock up all his political opponents. So he's saying like they left him no choice by this witch hunt, by them trying to lock him up, that when he gets in office, he has no other
2: option but to lock them all up. What
1: are your thoughts on this, you Oh shoot! Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna go
2: out and say, if Donald Trump ends up being the president of the United States again, us as Americans, we are in trouble. Not because Donald Trump is president again. It 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 just shows how much of like we really don't pay attention then we really don't like do we really even care about america that's that point the other point is if donald trump becomes president you're hearing it first from me ladies and gentlemen i have no choice but to say this man is the goat of presidents. Why you have that? no choice. You, you just, how many people beat a Rico charge? The man the man beats a Rico charge, becomes president again. I just have no choice. Not saying that he's my goat. But he just has to go down as history, as 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 the if people are debating saying LeBron James is the goat and he lost six championships and he's pretty much tight with Steph Curry for championships, but he's the goat. You got to give Don, Donald Trump. You 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 got to give the man. You got to give the man the goat. Joe Biden ain't doing that none of none of these guys none of these guys are doing it's just it's all comedy at this point um we need to we need to to wake up as as people and as as black people we really need to figure out how to just come together and go you know what hey we don't care if it's democrat republican you guys want our votes, cause they do it at the end of every election. When it's about to be that end time, they all just focus in on black people. And we need to come together and be like, this is what we want. And you ain't getting in our vote
1: unless sure. you really do it.
2: I for mean, for he sure. did He did talk to Ice Cube,
1: but- That's what I'm saying. Know. If you remember, Ice Cube went and had that meeting with him and he came back and Donald Trump at the platinum plaque, the platinum pack. We talked about it on this podcast. Or you want to go look back at the podcast episode? Politic was the podcast platinum pack. And in that episode, we outlined everything that Trump proposed to specifically black people. And one thing we pointed out, what was that? A little over two years ago doing this podcast. We pointed out that, hey, he's a racist motherfucker. We can't deny it but this is still the first president ever that offered anything to just black people specifically. Not even the black president did that for us.
2: The black president didn't offer us anything, but he changed, he, I'm going, since we were kind of sort of on on, on YouTube, I'll be a little, you know, political. He didn't do nothing for the black people, but he, he, he started this whole movement that is now rainbow. Like he passed something for the rainbow, right? Did nothing for the black people, but he signed his executive order mm-hmm. for them. He gave,
1: he gave reparations to Japan for for Saki and Hiroshima, right? And he then signed, he, he and then killed. Who, uh, he killed Muammar Gaddafi, who was making his own african currency
2: who was the one that who who was the one that signed the uh exclusive for for the uh for the asian community
1: Um, joe biden
2: yeah it was was Biden, right so Uh you guys are signing these executive orders for everybody else but us but the one that is like I asked, I asked my wife this and, I, and what I asked was, what kind of racist person would you rather have? Would you rather have a California racist person or a racist person or would you rather have like, uh, I went to Arkansas and they were looking at me funny. So sorry, my people that are from Arkansas, I'm gonna use y'all as an example. Are you one to have somebody with, in Arkansas? Me and myself, I'd rather have a person like in Arkansas. Because when I went to Arkansas, me and my brother, and we walked into this restaurant, and then white people looked at us, we knew right off the back. And when that manager said, can I help y'all? We knew right off the back. we in the wrong area. We ain't supposed to be eating here. In California, you got the ones that they racist, but they are like, oh yeah, you can eat in like we don't want to, we don't want people to look at us funny. So you can eat up in here, but your service is bad. They ain't really serving you. Like you eat in there, but you just feel the like what kind of racist person do you want? Freaking Trump is that racist that is like least he's up front, you know the dude. Like uh he don't like black people. He don't. He don't, he like, he don't freak with us like that. Okay, cool. Even though some of the black people that'd be like, oh yeah, I wasn't freaking with Trump. Back in the day, everybody and their mama wanted to go to Trump towers. We just leave that alone though. But at least he's up front with it instead of doing the sugarcoating. And with his racist self, he was the only one that says, I'll do something for you black people. Everybody else is signing executive orders for everybody but us i understand why smoking joe did it for the asian community because he's like hey if i don't do it for the asian community then we may not get our stuff from china anymore so i get it i get it joe that's a smart move joe but didn't you say joe if you weren't if you didn't vote for me you ain't black obama never said anything about him doing anything for black people so you can't be mad at him and he did exactly what he said he didn't say anything about anything for black people but joe you did and joe you falling asleep doing maui
1: fire so i don't know i don't know this whole thing it just I, I understand where Trump is coming from, because the fact that for the first time in history, the president is weaponizing the Department of Justice to go after a political opponent in the middle of an election mm. it is just like that's something you see from a uh, from a dictatorship. That's something that you've seen. Uh, what's his name? do uh, the, the one that ran the Nazis, Adolf Hitler. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's why he had like so many terms over there where Germany is, because he locked up all his political opponents so that no one could oppose his authority. Mm-hmm. So that's a totalitarian, a totalitarian move that Joe Biden is using right now. And I don't think that Joe Biden is necessarily the one you're doing. It. It's the Democratic Party. I think that mm-hmm. Joe Biden at this point is asleep at the helm. And he's just making appearances wherever they tell him to, and they got him fifty different speechwriters because he can never mm-hmm. get a speech right. And I think that they're just sitting over here, and the, the 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 Democratic Party can't suffer another loss to Donald Trump, and they can't allow they they somehow. I mean, Donald Trump claimed election fraud, but they somehow stole this election. There there hasn't been a one term president in, like, ever. And then for Trump to be a one term president, that's why he was screaming voter fraud. They, they they stole this from me. And then there were voter uh, ballots of boxes of, of people that were dead that sent in mail-in ballots. And this was the first time in history that we had these mail-in ballots due to COVID. So obviously, you think that they just got the system completely right the first time in the middle of a pandemic? No, they didn't get that shit right. So for them to act like there was no voter fraud and that the system was just flawless—I mean, Dom- Dominion is the one that sued Fox, and those were the ones that did the, that—they had the voting machines, and, and they don't the want that sued Fox, and that's the reason why Tucker Carlson had left Fox and got fired. And that's why Trump is over there doing this interview on Twitter on Tucker Carlson's own platform because he's no longer with Fox. So Trump can't even get the mainstream media outlets to to give him a platform anymore. Now He has to go to an independent YouTuber Twitter guy to, to put out his message. And then you that's looked scary. at the... And, and he, he aired this at the same time that the Republican debates was going on did you hear anything or see any soundbite from any republican debate there were like eight republicans up there did you hear any soundbite do you even know any of these people that's how and, and that's strategic because the the democrats are strategically blocking through social media they actually got cut What with, with, with dorsey he used to own twitter uh Jack, well, Jack Dorsey he was on Twitter before Elon Musk bought it and then we already know uh what's his name Mark Zuckerberg was was in the uh with the uh Supreme Court and he was over there getting caught by manipulating the information during the last election so it's like it's proven that they have used these illegal tactics to gain its presidency whether it was this mass voter fraud or not they still have proven that they use illegal tactics to win this presidency, and that alone to have a scare. Because what what are we gonna do after Biden's done? Then what if Biden wins again? Then what?
2: My my thing is well, maybe you can help me out with it. Who who has majority of the seats? So
1: the. So the, the seats in the House, the Republicans have. So the Republicans have the House. The Democrats mm-hmm. have the Senate. The Democrats have mm-hmm. the presidency. So the Democrats okay. have two of the three. Okay. But, is but the lot, Senate
2: higher than the House?
1: Yes, the Senate is higher than the House. Okay. So that's the Senate so is that's,
2: higher than the House. Okay. Yes. Okay. With the Senate being higher than the House, how long has
1: the democrats had the senate they just got the senate and same time they got the presidency okay they, they won the senate seats and won the majority right before they run the won the presidency okay
2: I got it. my but whole then, thing but then they lost
1: the house at the same time so they would have they had the house if you remember nancy pelosi was oh, the house so speaker switched. So that Nancy Pelosi was the House Speaker. Now we got uh uh what's his name, McCarthy. He's the Republican House Speaker, once well, the Republicans. So the Republicans took the House, the Democrats took the Senate, and the Democrats took the presidency.
2: My my whole thing is like you 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 said a key point that made me think like, yo, that is that is true. Who hasn't like a lot of the presidents have been winning back-to-back, right? So it's like uh, Obama won back-to-back. It's most likely, like, if history shows us, Joe should actually win back-to-back, right? And if these presidents win back-to-back, why didn't Trump win back-to-back? Because when you really think about it, Like, technically, he should have won back-to-back because his second term should have been a lot easier than winning it the first time. Like, he won it the first time. And that's a lot harder than going and trying to do it back-to-back because that first time, nobody really took you serious at all.
1: And that's exactly why the insurrection happened on January 6th, because the people was like, this shit don't make sense. And they went to the Trump rally, and then Trump was like, yeah, man, we're going to go to the Capitol. And then they went to the Capitol, and they stormed it, and then it, the insurrection happened. But it was that was the whole thing about it is everything you just said is the exact thing that all the people... Came up with, and that's why they stormed the Capitol the way they did, because they just couldn't accept and believe that what they said happened happened. Maybe Joe Biden did win, but the way and the manner in which Joe Biden actually won is not the way and the manner that they portrayed it to to the public. It's some it's some that went on in the and background. like
2: how you said about the whole they put out what they want. I remember. I remember I haven't I heard nothing about Trump and his I've never seen like one Trump campaign ad. Right. And then we went to Arizona for like a vacation and turned on the TV and it was the first Trump ad I ever seen. I was like, oh, he makes he makes uh, president. ads. I didn't know that. But it was because California ain't pushing that out. So we ain't doing no, we ain't doing no equal thing. Like, that's the whole thing about it. Let it be a fair fight. And it's never going to be a fair fight, right? So, like, they got got their agendas. Like, California, you ain't never going to see a Republican. You ain't never going to see a Republican. Like, them just going, okay, yeah, we pushed out. Biden's now let's push out the other presidents. Hey, let's push out on um, Kennedy's son. Oh, no, you ain't seeing nothing about Kennedy's son and he running for president. So, I mean, come on, man.
1: I mean, that's real. I, I mean, the Democrats, I think that they just threw Kennedy out there just so that they can have a, a runner up so that when they run him the next election, after somehow they find a way to get Biden a second term then it's going to be like, hey, we got Biden in his second term. Now we need to move on. If Kamala is not her their, their uh, next go-to move, then I can see a Kennedy you know, on the rise, or maybe they run Kennedy as her vice president. You never know how they're going to play it, but they definitely plan for the future because they already know that Joe Biden probably won't make it through this second term, and that's why his popularity is through the trash.
0: So
2: does that mean technically you are voting for if the you're party? Looking at you're you're voting for the party and technically the vice president to be able to take over the presidency if you're going for a Democrat.
1: uh uh-huh. They're just voting anti-Trump at this point. They just want to say don't vote Trump. If you don't vote Trump, then Biden wins by default and uh-huh. we we move on with this next four years. So it ain't even they're not even really endorsing Biden. They ain't even pushing Biden. They whole message is don't vote Trump.
2: <laughs> but it's crazy. Um, don't vote Trump and the dudes on a Rico charge. Mm-hmm. So why why are you even worried about Trump? If he's <laughs> if you legitimately got him on a Rico charge, why would you even you don't even need to make any more messages? It'd be like, if I got a Rico charge at the end of the day, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Well, that was nice seeing some y'all videos, but you ain't going to see any more. Like mm-hmm. you're done. Like, all right, know, that's what I'm saying. He'll be the goat, man. All
1: right, let's get some shout outs before we get up out of here. Man,
2: shout out to you, man. Uh, thank you for always doing this, always enlightening us, delivering the message. I mean, like how, me and you were talking like two years ago you were talking about this stuff um talking about all the charges and all the all the things that they do and then boom it comes around and people are like oh yeah now and it's like no he's been talking about this um so thank you for always bringing the light uh shout out to all the men that are holding down their households uh, taking care of their seeds and, and, and doing what they have to do um, and making sure that they are lenders, not borrowers. So um, that's who I want to give a shout-out to. And shout-out to your wife, man. want to give her a shout-out for holding you down. Uh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. I know that because I have a, a good thing. and. It would not be possible without our women. So shout out to your wife. Shout out to my wife and the whole politicking
1: family. Appreciate that, brother. Yes. Yes, sir, man. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. I definitely agree with that. Shout out to my wife. Shout out to yours also. Y'all make a good team, man. Teamwork make the dream work. You know what I'm saying? You can can get there a lot faster when you have that, that right partner with you that helps you up the mountain. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you a man and you got a your woman with you, you gotta carry, if you gotta carry all the baggage up the hill, you know what I'm saying? We see that at the airport sometimes. You see a man mm-hmm. walking with 15 bags and the girl's walking there on your cell phone, on their cell phone. I mean, that's mm-hmm. cute and all, but that's not the type of woman you need. That's not the type of help partner that's gonna help you get there. She's all, clearly all for herself, and she has no interest in helping a man. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of women out there, they're not looking to help their man. They're not looking to to add any value. They're just looking for what they can get out of the situation. So I think that that's the the, the biggest gripe with a lot of men in the dating scene is these women have been tricked to believe that just because they're a woman, they're do all these things that they don't deserve. So shout out to the women in our lives, man, because they deserve everything that they get because they work for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a, a trying weekend for me. My, my pops came out here. It's the first time I've seen him since he had his post-brain surgery. And it was it was heartbreaking, to say the least. He, he wasn't the same man that I knew him, grew up with. And just seeing him in that state really put me in a down, you know, mental state. And then I, I got uh, this event going on March 23rd, and it's a lot of things being handled, and the stress, you know, starts to weigh on you. But then you go back and you look at everybody else's story. You start to, to pay attention to these motivational speakers, and and, and this, is the, the, this is the storm that everybody has to go through when, when you're right next to your breakthrough. So this is how I know I'm right there and I'm exactly where I need to be because you know the devil is really trying to test me to see what I do and how I handle it and and a lot of times you know you you hold it in you don't speak about it you you don't really talk about it and that that festers and 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 just lies within you so so one thing I I I have to do is accept it speak about it and 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 really attack it head on because this is a scenario it's unfortunate that my dad has gone through this but you know what i'm saying i have faith just we were talking earlier about you know what i'm saying knowledge well the, the doctors got all this knowledge but they can't seem to fix my father but guess what i have faith that god will provide a way so if you can't do it get out the way and let the next man get in there and see what he got but am i giving up or will i ever lose faith nah back to the event man september 23rd we got media madness man so we got chef boy we got spank nitty james we got uh we got art we got radio base this is going to be going down at the empire dispensary in merino valley we got over 10 plus local media outlets are going to be out there doing interviews shooting content you know helping the artists helping the local businesses get that, that content and, and get to those media outlets that help get their brands and their exposure out. A lot of the problem with the West Coast is that we don't have any prominent media outlets to break our artists, to help break our businesses, to help push brands to the next level. So that's what we're providing. We're providing this platform with Media Madness to bridge the gap between the media and the artists and general public so that we have that awareness for both, so that we can actually get to where we're supposed to be as a coast. So, Media Madness is going down September 23rd. Eventbrite tickets, man. Check the link in the bio, man. It's available right now. Grab your tickets, and we're going up. Like I tell people all the time, man. I don't know what you're gonna do with your life, but I'm gonna get to it,
0: man. Probably taking the podcast. We got. Smoking, to sinatra, that's all gas On the hunt in the tall grass Intercepting every ball pass Then I run it back, that's a TD, TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last We up one, you, see, you me. see me Pussy niggas wanna talk about it Go to Hellcat, no demon I be politicking on your broadcast yeah. At the red carpet like the famous homie, the famous homie. I Act your bitch really famous, homie yeah. And you know it's in me. it ain't on me So creative like, like I, I made Adobe I've been balling like I play with Kobe